Welcome to Shenanigans. <laughs> And we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be, featuring edutainment about beauty, life, and health, mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Shenanigans. Thanks for coming back once again uh hopefully you listened to last week's episode because it was a good one it's pretty juicy it's pretty long but it's definitely worth listening to we talked about uh being a token black person or being the only black person and kind of what that brings to you know everyday life so you definitely want to go back and listen to that uh we played a cool brie game where uh you know Bria was all up in our phones um we talked about the three loves in your life getting your beauty sleep uh, and of course, some health tips and healthy sisters. <laughs> and then the Wusa segment uh, featured different tips on how to slow the hell down. So let's dive right into this week's episode. First, with Tyra. Hey, everybody. So we are going to do some he said, she said comments. I'm going to keep it short and sweet this week. We got one from iTunes from my good friend, Wani M. Hey, Juan. He said, I just want to give a shout out to, hey, hey, it's Tyra. Love you, Tan. <laughs> I look forward to listening to Black Girl Magic Weekly. You ladies inspire me to push forward with my business. Thanks for your work. Subscribed immediately. Love, Juan. And we have one, well, one of my friends DM me on um, Instagram. Her name is Tasha. And she said, seriously, love the podcast. I was, a telling, I was telling the girls for my nonprofit um, that I wanted to help them create one. And we listened to yours, and they love it, too. And she also told me that we can't stop doing it. So mm-hmm. um, We'll try, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to her nonprofit. It's Crown Keepers, Inc. with a K. Um, and she helps girls um, push through with self-doubt. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for those comments. As always, please do leave us iTunes reviews because, you know, kind of helps us out, get some street cred out there. And then, uh, of course, leave comments on our SoundCloud. And then you could always tweet us at shenanigans underscore pod. So, Bria, do you have a fun game today? You know I do, <laughs> but please disregard my stuffy nose because the spring is getting me and I am on 10 today with my allergies, Oh yeah. so it's going to be a little stuffy today, but we're going to push through. Are you guys ready yeah. for today's yeah. free game? You yeah. annoying. <laughs> so on today's free game, I'm calling this one, One's Gotta Go. So I know y'all see those memes all the time on Instagram. Oh my God. When it's four different pictures. <laughs> yeah. And you have to pick one to eliminate. Yes. Yeah. Today I'm going to show you a meme. They're each going to be different. <laughs> and y'all have to pick which one goes. So for example, this one's going to be mine because y'all be making me try to play. Yeah, because you don't play. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an example. I'm getting y'all started. So there's a picture of a peach cobbler. 
banana pudding, red velvet cake, and sweet potato pie. One's got to go. So then you're going to explain to everybody which one <laughs> has to go and why it has to go when I show you the picture. So y'all, y'all this isn't going to be this one. Uh, you're going to have a different Alisa's one. <laughs> so I would eliminate sweet like, potato oh, pie. Sound nasty. <laughs> now, you, should, you don't like the black desserts? Hell no. <laughs> y'all know I, that banana put... Ugh. <laughs> it's not. Texture, no, thank you. And what? then peach cobbler. What? Oh, your black card is revoked. No, it's no, been revoked. I don't mind. Like my mother-in-law makes a real good peach cobbler, but she knows like the peaches got to be cut like a certain way for me. Like they have to be super tiny because I really don't like the texture of peaches. Like, like super, super <laughs> nice. Because if they're too big, like. That's uh, they're so no, soft. the crust is definitely the best part of the peach cobbler, but so that's definitely staying. <laughs> the sweet potato pie got to go for me because I love yep. banana pudding. I what? Agree, pretty much. Banana, banana, banana pudding. Yes. Yes. She makes and, the oh best. my gosh, red velvet. Yeah, that is like, every birthday cake has to be red velvet. Yeah, like what? 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 You know what? I'm glad that wasn't her. I'm glad that wasn't her. You gotta go. I love red velvet. I'm gonna make Aisha go next, but I don't know if I want to give her this one because she don't be watching the black movies. So I'm actually gonna give this to Tyra because. Okay. (laughs) All right, y'all. So the meme is one must go, and the movies are Friday, Coming to America. Boys in the Hood and Love and Basketball. This is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. <laughs> I feel like whichever one I picked, I'm screwed because somebody's gonna come after me. But I feel like based off of what I watch the most, I think Boys in the Hood would have to go. What? Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, Friday. Yeah. Basketball, yeah. I couldn't get rid of that one for sure. Yeah. Friday can't like no. Can't. That's a classic. I had never seen Friday until movie. college, and Hollis made me watch it. He said, "You never seen Friday?" <laughs> 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 I didn't know all the little statements people were making. I'm like, "Huh? Yeah, I don't get it." That yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who am I about to make go next? Oh no, that's not the one I want. Ooh, I'll make Aisha do this one because she's a tech person. Okay. Okay. One must go. Instagram, Netflix, Google, or YouTube. That's a little rough there, Bria. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. Mm, I would say I'd probably say Netflix. What? Because you know I yeah you. Jenny, are you okay? Jenny couldn't even say that without laughing. Shut it up. <laughs> and I have been watching Netflix like these past few weeks, but Instagram that was like the first platform you know strength that she was on like we have you know pretty cool connection there google that's like my mind i google Google everything i cannot have google and youtube how the hell was I gonna go natural without YouTube? You know, you're right. I wouldn't have known you're right, no twist I been on the that's right. my ride, right. nothing. Yeah, you're right about that. So Netflix got to go. I, I could live without it. That's true. That's okay. true. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna make Brittany go next. This is like my favorite one. <laughs> oh no, she did. <laughs> oh, it's like she knew what she wanted to give me. Y'all, I love breakfast. Like it's like my favorite. <laughs> Meal of the day. Okay, y'all. But I know which one I'm going to pick. So Uh, one has to go. It has pancakes, bacon, 
eggs and it looks like it's grits. It looks like it's grits. Yeah. So well, that one's I gone. Like, oh, I feel like grits and cream of wheat look alike. They but I'm pretty sure That's it's true. Yeah. And yeah, grits gotta go. <laughs> I can't. I I have never been a fan of grits. Like I never really ate them like that. And I, when I tried them, I'm like, yeah, I can I can do without them. They grew like on buttery me. grits with some salt, with some sugar, sugar. 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 Oh, here y'all go. Let's no, we're not starting that. The, we're not the starting that. See, salt. I'm always out of that cheese. combo because I don't even eat them. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. But no, like y'all, pancakes is my favorite breakfast food. I love pancakes. Like, I've been making them like all the time, especially with now. the crispy edges. <gasps> y'all, I make the best. Ooh. I have to make y'all pancakes. Like they're the king best. Crispy edges, and I've gotten better, like <laughs> ten times better. And my son effing loves. So I've been making them all the time. Y'all saw that. I'm probably gonna get fat again. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're I'll be wanting to eat them for dinner now. Oh, oh my yes, breakfast for dinner. So good. Okay, Jenny, I saved a really good one oh, for you. Lord. <laughs> oh. oh. Why did you do this to me? Okay, so oh, this meme is okay. So I have to give up one: um, washing up, sex, money, <laughs> or family. Oh shit! <laughs> that's oh my god! This is the worst one. This is the worst that's, one. That's I mean, you can't really not do one of these. Okay, you know, I mean, because I, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you gotta pick one. How can you? I mean, <laughs> you. Can, Okay, you know what? Gotta you, go. know what? you know what? I mean, so, I don't know if I'll ever have kids, so we're gonna have to say family. Me too. I would have picked that one. <laughs> Did you just I say mean, your family? I hope your Jenny, mama not listening because she just booted y'all out. You know, it's a family with like like, like a your husband. family, a husband, a mama, and a dad. What? It's okay, Jenny. I support. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about like my current family, but future family. See, we, uh, we felt like we talking about current. Well, no, no, no. They got the little kids and husband in there. Yeah, that don't got you know the grandma, your mama, none of that in there. She just shunned all y'all. She said nope. Yeah, the family. Oh, that's a good one. Tyra said, "I agree." I did. I'm like, what? That was easy. I'm so close to my family. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, y'all are hilarious. Ooh, yeah, that, that was, was the hardest one. one. Sorry, Jen. It was hard. But that, that it was, was so good. It was that so was good. That was fun. All right, that's the end of the Brie game. Drop the mic. <laughs> drop the mic. Aisha. <laughs> You're Betty. Well, that was short and sweet. Thanks, Bria, for that. So now we are going to move into this week's hot topic, and it's a little heavy, y'all. So in lieu of everything that's been going on, not just recently, but definitely recently with this whole Stevie Steffens, that's his name? Stevie Steffens situation, Tyra did a, a total Steve, shrug. Steve, Steve, Steve. No, Steve, 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 Steve is what Steve. they be calling him. Steve Stevens. Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> Lord have mercy. This is how we're starting. So, um, especially with everything that happened with him, you know, in the last few weeks, saying how he just flipped the hell out. 
and really just in addition to his his actual situation um how the community and like social media responded to that um because i was really all over it on twitter and i mean some of the stuff i read i was like dang like this is a messed up situation but you just could never i never could imagine some of the stuff that people were tweeting but i kind of just wanted us to talk about um mental health in the black community um because it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot or enough i should say um so i want to start off with um basically people that suffer with mental health uh, issues or mental illnesses, why do we feel like they suffer in silence, specifically in our community? I think that some of it might have to do with them not being able to find someone or have someone to talk about it with. Um, I think that's usually, I think that's more so what it is. I feel like they keep it bottled in a lot of the time. And and, it, and I, I mean, I feel like even just, just like, I guess just with normal conversation, usually when you tell people how you feel or tell someone what's going on with you, I feel like that's obviously better kind of letting it out versus keeping it in. Um, and. I mean, I, I really think that it, it stays in because they probably, I feel like a lot of the time they might feel like no one would understand them or even like like kind of with the, with the previous situation we talked about with the uh, Stevie Steve, Steve Steve guy, um, he was going to his uh, mom and telling him that, you know, he was wanting to do these things to himself and things like that, but she just kind of shoved it off. And that's another thing too, I think sometimes people might feel like if I tell them my story or you know how I'm feeling about this, they might feel like, oh, but they're just probably gonna shove it off and ignore them or something like that. So I think that's one reason why, um, just not being able to find that person that really understands them and, you know, just, or even just having someone in general just to talk to, because some people just don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think in this situation, particularly, it's a little different because it was a black male. Mm -hmm. And I feel like black men carry the weight of the road on their shoulders. They have to be the provider, the protector, the this, the that, the head of the household. So because he wasn't that at that point in time in his life, I feel like he just felt like he couldn't go to anyone and couldn't relinquish that onto anyone else because that's supposed to be him. He's supposed to be the one that's the nurturer and you know taking care of the household. So I think, I don't know what happened with this girlfriend or ex-fiance or whatever, but she shook him up all the way and he just became distraught. And like you were saying, no one was listening to his issues. And I mean, he took it out in the way he felt was best. And I mean, definitely don't condone anything that he was doing, but people didn't listen to him and they didn't take it seriously. So this is the result. And I also think, uh, like, before all of this um, happened, like, I would hear different things like, well, you know, black people don't commit suicide. You know, that's something that white people do. So I think people may, or, you know, he may have held it in because it's not something that, quote, unquote, black people do. So he may not have felt comfortable by coming out to someone because he is, like Bria said, supposed to be, you know, like the man of the house or he's supposed to be strong enough and carry all these things on his shoulders. But then when it comes to him, you know, having to express how he's really feeling, he may not feel, I and mean, he may have felt like he wouldn't have been taken seriously. I think in general, um, you know, mental health and therapy in the black community is a taboo. 
And, you know, our biggest go-to is to pray it away because, you know, a lot of our history, the places that we went to was church because that's the only place that black people could get together to, you know, talk about what was going on. It was our only safe haven. So I think, um, you know, we are so quick to say pray it away, which is great, you know, that it's supposed to be your first line of defense, but you have to believe in the supernatural and doing the natural. Like, you know, you would go to your doctor for if your blood pressure was high or whatever, and you wouldn't stop taking your medicine, you know, and expect Mm -hmm. your blood pressure just go away. So it's kind of the same thing. And I think that we don't look at our brain as an organ because it is one as well. So we don't take the necessary steps to, um, you know, figure that out as well. And, um, as far as black women, you know, I think our whole persona is us being so strong. Um, and so we don't get a chance or opportunity to quote unquote be weak or be vulnerable and be able to be expressive because we are taking care of the black men. We are taking care of our children. We are holding it down at work. Or if we do, you know, express ourselves, we are quick to be the angry black woman or, you know, those types of stereotypes. So I think there's just so many things going on with the black community that makes it hard for us to really accept that mental health is a real thing. Oh, did you have something, Jen? No. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think also when it comes to mental health, or at least for me, I know I know I have family who they have gone through therapy and things like that, and it, it has always been, oh, well, they're going because, or well, my family said they're going because they're crazy. And I think people don't want to make it seem like they're crazy, you know, when they may just be experiencing things that everybody else is experiencing, but they may not speak about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that a lot of people may avoid it or avoid asking for help because they don't want to be seen as somebody who's crazy or they're, you know, out of their mind or they're going to hurt somebody. Yeah, because that definitely leads into my next question or comment, which was just basically about, like, the misconceptions of treatment Mm -hmm. for mental uh, illness or issues or... I think that a lot of people, like you said, think that you have to have severe issues to want to seek help. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if more people knew, like, the signs before they got to those points of having a mental breakdown or having an anxiety attack or falling into, like, deep depression, then they can kind of avoid a lot of things if they kind of address it early. Like, just seeing, like, even just simply being stressed out but stressed out to where it's like physically affecting you or impacting you or impacting your mind and different things like that. Knowing to go talk to someone about it because um, like you said, or like, uh, like Bria or Brittany said, you won't always have that person to go to. Mm-hmm. And your family may not always be like the go to people to do that with Mm -hmm. because they may have those same stereotypes that are festering Mm -hmm. within them. And if you're trying to be vulnerable uh, as a man or as a woman and go and say, Hey, I think I need help. Or I think I need to talk to somebody, you know, somebody calling you crazy may not be, you know, the most encouraging, encouraging thing. Um, Any other comments on like treatment or like stuff like that? Well, I must admit that this definitely opened my eyes a little bit, especially because I'm a person who, if someone has ADD or ADHD, I'm like, oh, they just need an ass whooping. Like, what are mm-hmm. you talking about? They don't have that. That's fake. What do you? That's not real. But mm-hmm. this really opened my eyes to mental illness is a real, a real deal thing, 
and it's really it needs to be treated early on like you were saying if um you feel like something's coming on and you like need to address it address it early because it ends up resulting in something catastrophic like this and it doesn't have to get to that to that detriment at all so i think if his mom even would have lended a helping hand and said you know what let's go sit down and talk that could have changed the whole situation right just from her believing in him and she was just like okay nope you're good let's pray we're good we got it and that's what we're normal that's normally what we resort to so Mm -hmm. i mean it definitely makes sense and i it definitely opened my eyes because i was like oh no these kids are just bad they're right wrong blah 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 (laughs) no this is a real deal thing Mm -hmm. and i mean it's just become i mean medicine's progressive so i have to keep progressing with medicine and understanding that these things are coming up and are a big deal I think that to that same thought too, I know that a lot of people who um, may suffer from things like that don't want to feel like they have to be on medication for the rest of their Mm, lives. Like, or there's different um, symptoms that come along with taking those medications Mm -hmm. that don't make them feel better necessarily. It might like subdue those Mm -hmm. symptoms that they've been experiencing yeah but it might you know make them too mellow and certain people don't like that or they can't sleep and Mm -hmm. and different things like that so i know that that can be difficult too but i know that a lot of people you know there are alternatives to medication but but it definitely depends on your condition (laughs) so i'm not saying that oh counseling fix everything like Mm -hmm. if you have an issue with being a schizophrenic or being bipolar or different things like that like yeah you medication may be needed and that's okay right. um, to, to keep having a functional life. But there are other things that kind of go along with that, go along with that too. Why do we feel like in the past mental health has kind of been um, disregarded in our community? I honestly think you just didn't have the disposable resources in the black community. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff normally doesn't fall under insurances. That's not something that you can get mm-hmm. at the local clinic. Like right. that is something that's a, you know, it's almost like going to the dermatologist. It's a, it's a side thing that you don't really need to survive in your life. So I feel like we were, like Tyra was saying earlier, you just go to church, you pray it away. You look, you pray everything away. You pray the gay away. You pray, every, you pray mm-hmm. everything away in the black community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we just didn't have those resources necessarily tailored towards our community to actually want to go and get that help and seek that help. And along with the resources education, because Mm -hmm. we know everything else that we're susceptible to because we're black, we know high blood pressure and high cholesterol and diabetes and all of that, but nobody really talks about, you know, mental health unless you are, you know, a psych major Mm -hmm. or, you know, like in nursing like myself, you don't really hear about it. So I think that lack of like education or health literacy is the reason why, um, Mm -hmm. You know, we just don't do well with mental health. Yeah, I agree with that, Um, especially with the whole resources part of it. I know that I've been I've been going to counseling since I was in like high school for a lot of different things Um, and like stress. Go figure. Stress and um, depression, different things like that, that I've learned how to um, monitor and maintain and different things like that without having to be on medication. But when it was bad, it was really bad. And 
I know that like some free counselors that I may have found myself because I didn't have those resources or my parents didn't have insurance at different points in time. So I didn't have anyone to go to. You find a free counselor to go to. Sometimes they aren't that great either. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so you just you have to know when something's an okay situation Mm -hmm. for you to get help and kind of move out of that and find something else. But there are like really great resources out there if you just go and look for them in the right places. Um, something else I want to talk about. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I just had a little shift of conversation with the same topic. I wanted to know if you all kind of were following it on Facebook and stuff when people were doing the hashtag Black Lives Matter, like how they were trying to combat it and say, well, now Black Lives don't matter because it was Black on Black crime. What do you all feel about that? Is it still a Black Lives Matter situation, or and it's not saying Black Lives don't matter because he was obviously shooting Black people, but. What do you all think of people trying to utilize the hashtag against our own our own cause? I hate it. I know. I was about to say that. I literally (laughs) hate it, and I hate it because when it first hit on like social and on like Twitter, within like the first two hours, there were like tweets by like you know, anti-black people on Twitter, you know, they were saying, oh, this was a Muslim. And then it turned into, oh, black, black lives matter supporter did X, Y, and Z. And it it just goes against the actual cause because honestly, I feel like people that throw that hashtag on everything are miseducated about what black life, black lives matter even is like, it's about way more than solely, um, you know, our fight against crimes against blacks. Right. Um, they have a lot of different pillars that they that they are about. Um, but in addition to that, I don't. This situation didn't have anything to do with that. And I just don't like when people are constantly throwing that. Um, or even aside from this issue, when Lil Pookie get arrested, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. No, Lil Pookie, he might have been wrong. Like, <laughs> we can't keep just throwing that hashtag around because it's not right. And and really, it, it, it does nothing but hurt us in the mm-hmm. long run because we're trying to have, you know, a positive movement. And there have been so many things that have kind of damaged their reputation because they're such of a such a free movement mm-hmm. um and that stuff like this just doesn't help okay i have another kind of question type thing because i didn't know if this would kind of tie into our topic or not but since um bria kind of brought up the black lives matters thing um i know you all have seen people talk about this conspiracy theories mm. so i i wonder in asking you all do you all feel like people Okay, well, first of all, I hate when people do that. But when people do do that and when they're doing that with this, do you think it still has anything to do with, like, the the uneducation of it and them not really taking it seriously because, like you said, it's taboo and it's not common with black people. So do you feel like that they're applying that or saying that that's what this was because of that or just because of every other crazy damn event that's happened and they feel like it's a conspiracy? And I just, I just wonder, like, why do people continuously try to throw that in, like, in, like, situations like this? Like, this is a serious situation, but people are talking about, this is a conspiracy, this is a conspiracy theory or whatever. And they're trying to pick little things out of the situation, basically making it seem like it's fake and it's Mm -hmm. not real. And it's like, why do y'all, like, why do people do that? And it's like, I mean, I don't know if it's just something that people are just, Wanting to stay woke, whatever the hell y'all want to call it. Go to sleep. I mean, it's a sleep. Go to fucking sleep. I'm sick of it. I'm just wondering, like, 
with this particular situation, right. I'm wondering if it's just because of them not wanting to accept that this is a real, this is literally a real situation, or if this is just something people are fucking doing. Right. Like, I don't get it. Yep. It annoys Definitely me. think it's a real situation, for one. Yes, it is. But yeah. I think people are using it and broadcasting it on air because, you know, the news is yeah. what people listen to. So the mm-hmm. news is your outlet. So the news did capitalize on this. And you cannot tell me that these officials could not catch this man yeah. quicker than how they did. He ended up killing himself. Right. And then they found him. Yeah. That That's a little, that's blowing my mind a little bit. So yeah. I do and think... I Especially when the person gets pulled off the United plane and all those issues, and they knew they knew his whole history in five minutes. (laughs) You know his whole history in five minutes, but you can't find this man who you knew what his car looked like, you knew what he looked like, you knew what you knew everything, and he's in five different states. He went to McDonald's and was in a drive. Exactly. I do think they let certain situations go on a little bit longer so that you can take your mind off of the gas price is going up and regulation being deregulated <laughs> and bombs have video right. games and shit with our Trump armed forces Trump playing video games and drafts starting to come people so, talking about they getting draft numbers to go to war what yeah, what right. war are we trying to go to so I do think they keep it ex- keep it going for a little bit I think he proactively started it right. but they let the media take over and run with it so you can not you're not thinking about Trump for two weeks right because you're thinking about your safety oh Indiana Ohio Michigan it, right you exactly. like oh that's shoot yeah. that's right. me Right. Yeah. I'm just over people in general. Like, <laughs> yeah, you. I'm just over Shit. because then back to this whole case, I saw a headline that somebody photoshopped that said that he was found in the Indianapolis. Right. Area. I saw that too. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I like why do people play so much? Yeah, and that's much that's, that's the problem. Too much, like, too much time, and people play too much. And this yeah. is a serious situation because unfortunately, two people lost their lives, and another right. per, other people will be, you know, traumatized by this. So I feel like people play way too much, or people don't want to take things seriously yeah. these days. I don't I know just, what that is about, it. but it's very annoying. Like, yeah. and I think that no matter what happens, people are always going to have something to say about mm-hmm. something. They always want to put their two-piece in. They always want to, you know, just make themselves out there. So it's like, no matter the situation, I feel like somebody's always going to create something out of it. That was just stressful. It's just stressful. But, I mean, even, like, well, I ain't gonna put this person on blast. I'll just say on Twitter, like before he had killed himself, like when he was first on the run, mm-hmm. uh, so many tweets, people are just like, oh, he should have just killed himself. And why don't you just kill yourself now? Like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't find him. I hope he just kills yeah, himself. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. And I was yeah. just like, are we serious? Yeah. Like, I understand, like, what he did was horrible was very horrible and could not be forgiven by anybody. But at the same time, I would have wanted his ass to ride. I want you to ride and think about what you did for the rest of your life. And you could get your ass kicked every day in jail. (laughs) Like, that's what I would have preferred. I just feel like it's almost inhumane for people to say, oh, just go kill yourself. Like people were actually right now on his live videos um, the the one I didn't watch the initial one, but the mm-hmm. after ones, people were writing him saying, "Just kill yourself. Why would you do this?" Blah 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 to him right. on live. And, he, and he's clearly seeing that. Yeah. So it's like he said, well, "Let me kill someone else." Then <laughs> like what? Right. And it's like you're already adding to that fuel. Like 
you know, you're talking about, oh, just kill yourself, just kill yourself. Right. And it's like, you're not even helping the situation whatsoever. And they forget it's bigger than just him because he was right. a Greek male. So then he was oh, supposedly yeah. turning to, I'm only going to kill Greeks. But like those Greek organizations stand for so much more than just parties and all that kind of stuff. So now you're putting a negative connotation on Greek organizations, well, black Greek organizations, I should say. And that's not what it, really what it's about. So I, I'm, wait, I'm still on your point, Brittany, though, oh, because... <laughs> I'm confused I'm as to the, he didn't kill the ex fiance though, right? Because no, how are you no, killing all the what? How are you mad at her? Okay, not saying he should have killed her at all, right? But what? How did he just start killing all these? I just don't get it. I just think it was all kind of bad or something. But you know what? See, I watch too many Criminal Minds shows. Right, so that's my favorite show. So I had already had a I had a feeling that he was going to kill himself. I did too. Because I did too of what he did, and he was on the hunt. When they found him, he was going to kill himself. I already had that initial thought anyway because. I just I saw the scenario. I see yeah. criminal minds, and it's like where well, usually when they've done so many bad things, they don't want to go to jail. Right? They, they don't want to ride. They, they know don't want to get caught. No, they don't. They don't want to get caught. They don't want to ride. So they're like, well, I'll just kill myself. And I, I mean, in a in a in a, in a sense, it's like that's the easy way out. Mm-hmm. And that's clearly really why you know a lot of people or most people do that. And it's like like us, like me, Aisha, we're like we want their ass to ride right. in jail. But it's like they they already know they're not gonna want to do that. So they just take you know the easy way quote-unquote because there was another recently but prior to this about how the guy went and shot up the school like oh yeah the black guy mm-hmm. went and shot his uh wife she was like oh yeah yes so yes so it's kind of yes yeah. so yeah i mean i'm pretty sure there are some mental issues there yeah, as well and it was the same situation like he was leaving her like notes but and some of them were like threatening but not like directly mm-hmm. um but they you know i forgot i forgot the story but like there was some type of situation of infidelity they broke oh, up okay. and and he started leaving her notes about getting back together or threats and blah 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 and apparently because they had all grown children like the children knew about it, but the school wasn't aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. So then that's how he got into school. Mm-hmm. And so, but they were saying like the family knew mm-hmm. that he had been threatening her, but just didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh, yeah. he won't do anything. He's See, just upset okay. right now. And I think people just, if it doesn't affect them, they don't take right, it seriously. Right, they don't take it right, exactly. That's what people make jokes right. and do stuff like that. So I feel like if you can't relate to it or, you know, if it doesn't directly affect you, you can so easily be so cruel, which I don't right. understand why people are like brush that. it off. Yeah. yeah. Like be not, not you know, empathetic. So, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully... <laughs> People will take these situations seriously. I mean, on a personal note, I had um, two friends that lived around the corner from me. They were actually killed by their stepdad. And we used to walk home with each other every day. We went to school together since sixth grade. Um, It was a brother and a sister. His sister was younger. But I remember one day, well, he was very protective. You could always tell that. They always had to go straight home. If they were caught on my stoop, it was take your ass home type situation. It's like, "Mm, oh, that can be normal for a black family. You know, that's not really alarming. But Mm -hmm. one day she did tell me, like, you know, if he ever does anything to us, like, I'm going to have a knife under my pillow, blah, blah, blah. 
and being young, I didn't know what to do with that type of Mm -hmm. information. Like, I didn't know how serious she was at that time. But he ended up, you know, killing them and their mom. And he's rotting. And he deserves to ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just really have to stay in tune with situations like that, whether it's your friends or your families, um, and, and don't just disregard it. Like, especially if someone's threatening somebody or threatening you, you really never know if somebody's going to flip the hell out one day mm. because they may not be thinking about anything. They're not going to think about consequences. They're just thinking about what they feel at that time and, you know, just do what they want to do. So definitely uh, pay attention to some signs. Maybe we'll post a link to, like, some signs um, on our podcast notes on uh, thestrengthofshe.com backslash shenanigans. Um, So I'll try to include some of that there just to make sure that we're aware of this as a community and to kind of further that conversation. Well, cool. Moving right along in girl talk then, we're gonna move on to a lighter topic now. (laughs) Um, Jenny, is that you? You switching Tyra, is that you? Yes. (laughs) Is that you? You switching it up? I said, huh? (laughs) Well, Jenny was looking at me like she was ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you know. because a lot of times like the pe- these people who are doing things it's like the people who you trust oh yeah know you yeah it's, it's just so sad yeah that is a scary yeah part. No, i was literally when i was taking berkeley on a walk the other day looking all around me because i was like oh what's his name steve stevens <laughs> <laughs> might pop out this bush like no lie no, i was scared yeah, I like about it that's scary oh all right um <laughs> Yeah, you know, that was a that was a rough one. Especially because somebody that I dated had threatened my life. So it's by the grace of God that I am still here because I could not be. So we are gonna move right along to what's love got to do with it. And we're gonna talk about, you know, some stuff for my single sister friends. You know? Yes. Uh, <laughs> boo, boo. No, what a merry girl is that? Come on, Jen. Chime in. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, you know, this topic is going to be called living in the meantime and how to stay sane while you are single, because sometimes it is really hard. And with social media, there's a lot of pressure to hurry up and want to be with somebody or um, there's the stigma around being single that it's like some sort of disease everyone wants to get rid of or something (laughs) weird like that. So, <laughs> so you know, I know we have some sister friends out there who are sick of being single, and you know, they're kind. Of, it's been kind of rough for them. So, I'm gonna give you a few tips on, you know, how to just push through. And one of the ways that you can do that is by exercising. It is a good way to reconnect and relearn your body. Brittany is raising the roof. <laughs> yes, it just makes you feel better because um, you feel good when you look good, you know? And you get to release all those good endorphins that make you feel good when you work out. And plus, you know, when your ex is walking by and you're snatched, you know. Girl. <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> yes, so. Um, exercise is a good one. Um, also, finding new hobbies. Um, 
you know, rediscover your creativity. It's a good way to uh, distract your mind from thinking about, you know, being single. And you get to repurpose that energy. So invest your time into some crafts, read new books, um, you know, just new activities allow you to step outside of your comfort zone. When you do that, uh, you learn new things about yourself. So that's good. Uh, you also want to focus on the positive. That is like the number one rule of law of attraction. Because what you release into the atmosphere is what you will receive. Aisha is over here cracking her knuckles, y'all. <laughs> she's like she beat with somebody. <laughs> Who are you about to beat up? <laughs> you ever just get that feeling like, oh, I just got to crack them? <laughs> If you hear a snap sound, that's her finger. Yes, so yeah, you want to focus on the positive. Um, you know, force yourself to have positive talk um, because it's really good. I mean, you just would rather be alone than to be with somebody who you're not benefiting from. So you want to focus on the fact that, um, you know, on the good things that come with being single. Like, you get to have the bed to yourself. I may, like, be the only person that loves sleeping by myself, but I love it. And you get better sleep. Uh, you don't have to worry about relationship weight. You get to lose all that mm-hmm. weight that you gain. Because they said that the average person gains, like, 14 pounds in a new relationship. Shit, more than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was at least that or both. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, yeah. So, um, yeah, just enjoy the fact that you get to have your freedom to do whatever it is that you want to do. You don't have to, you know, be considered of someone else. Um, and just focus on what is amazing about yourself. You can keep a gratitude diary. Um, you can write three things down that you're grateful for each night if you need to um, make some positive, create and create some positive energy. Um, you can also enjoy the ability to maintain friendships and make new ones. You can um, invest your time into your sister friends and your family members that you probably weren't hanging around because you were too busy hanging with Bay. So, you know, you want to reconnect with your friends um, and become the person that you want today. You know, start asking God uh, to prepare you if you want to be a wife, to prepare you as a wife instead of asking God, when is your husband going to come? Because he may come faster, you know, when you start doing that. Um, love on yourself the way that you want to be loved. Start treating yourself with kindness and respect. And lastly, learn to live with yourself. Um, and I don't mean like as in cohabitate, you know, like live alone, but like really tap into who you are. Really ask yourself, who am I? Does it align with who I aspire to be? What are the voids in my life and how can they be filled positively um and you know because you really can't love someone else effectively or contribute to a relationship if you don't have yourself together first of course so just take this time to eliminate on previous relationships you know why you're single what you would have done differently or what you can do differently in the beginning take the time to eliminate some baggage that you may have because you don't want to enter into anything new with old stuff so those are just some tips on what you can do to stay sane while you're single i like those (laughs) i just need all my sister friends to know who are single that we're single because we choose to be not because you have to be because you could definitely have the hobo on the side of the street if you really wanted a body to lay next to so it's it's you're still bomb you know men are they're great do not get me wrong they make the world go around but there's just so much more to life than Mm -hmm. being with somebody there are so many god created so many other good things so you know just go out there like the airplane girl travel yes travel yeah he did (laughs) 
not about to deal with Jenny. <laughs> he got Woo. free flights for life, I swear. Right. Ooh, yeah. That oh, first he should have got his ass off the plane. He was asked to get off the plane. <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't go in there. What? Uh-uh. He they he had to face face. For the for flight attendants, I'm not. Did they pay to sit on that? No, we ain't going there. My art, a sore who's the flight attendant, explained the situation about how when a crew has to be taken to rescue a flight, like, it's too much to explain. I get all that, but that's when the airline needs to charter a whole nother little mini jet or something Not and get them out there. Jet. <laughs> you got a whole I, airplane. I am a paying customer. Okay, they jet. can sit in the back then. What? He was the last homeboy on the plane. Or randomly and they be asking kids. people before they go. even get on the plane, and you never forcefully like how they they broke this dude's nose and knocked him out. <laughs> he didn't move. He didn't move. He was nicely asked to. So he deserves to get forcefully removed by three men. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. Now, now let me say. Well, because what, I'm actually what, nation, a lot what, nas- what nationality was he? He was Asian. He was Asian. If he was Jenny black Jenny or he was Arab, y'all would have been clapping because y'all would have been concerned about why his ass wasn't getting off the plane. What? No. <laughs> If he pay, he's a paying customer, they they went back and got all his information. Like he actually lost his license in two thousand. Why does that matter? Oh he got his nose. Broke. That was the news. That ain't got shit to do with it. They ain't got nothing to do with Y'all, United. They're trying to combat the story. I I get it. The crew needs to get there, but they should have took that into consideration when they were overselling that flight. No, all flights get oversold. They do. They do. People normally don't show up, but that's when you ask and offer me a thousand dollar voucher before I get on the plane, saying you can take the next one and you're guaranteed on the next flight in two hours. See the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) Airplanes and (laughs) air security. No, because I really, I really want to emphasize this. Airplanes and and security in the air is very important. Yeah. So if someone, if the flight attendant for whatever reason says, I'm sorry, I really need you to, you know, step off the plane. Here's what we're going to do for you, blah, blah, blah. And you say no. And you say no multiple times. And they call security. But now That is on security and how they handle okay. that situation. To but me, did, that had nothing to do with United. But did they explain to him what was happening? Or did they just tell him exactly. to get off? The, that's, I'm just asking. Because I, I don't know. know the whole we story. don't know. That that wasn't the on the story. Story. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I can get it now if they explained it to him. And but like he, he said, saying, he's like, no. I have to practice in the morning. I have patients. I need to see blah, blah, blah. Oh, he, he was a doctor? He said he was going to get a flight that same. They usually no, do flights that they same said it was the next day for him. but they could have offered this to anybody anyone else wanted to take a thousand dollar voucher my hand would have been raised what you mean there was someone on that flight that was willing to get off because he was the last one on the plane it was either they i don't know this specific story they said it's either a random selection they'll ask for volunteers first if no one volunteers, mm, gotcha. it's a random selection, or they ask the last person that boarded the flight to oh, get okay. status too. And they said he didn't have status with United, like a frequent flyer mile. Oh, okay, I got you. So they had. No oh, he was just unfortunate, but they ain't had to mess him up like that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have to do him like that. Exactly. Ooh, and I always. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny said, did y'all see his glasses? <laughs> 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 see, I'm about to not fly 
not united no more. You know, usually fly united. I don't like to do me like that because I would be like, I'm going to be on the oh, news too. I'm fly with them hoes. Or <laughs> Southwest. I ain't getting off the damn plane. I'm going to have to drag my ass off. And that's what he said. I ain't getting off the plane. He got his nose, bro. <laughs> 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 Who will sister friends? Both of y'all crying. <laughs> If you do travel while you're single, be safe. Please be safe. <laughs> Get your ass off the plane. Because y'all ain't, y'all ain't trying to take have a broken nose. Flights. Take that 1500. Right. You, get, you get three more trips off. if you take that 1500. So just take get that 1500. You can't get boyfriend with a broken nose. So just get your ass off the plane, yeah. okay? You don't want no broken glasses or none of that. So you better just get your ass off. <laughs> y'all, I didn't know this whole story. So I'm glad that y'all explained it. I kind of glanced at it, but I didn't read about it. <laughs> oh, United ain't about to have no money. They about to, they nobody about to be flying for Bruh, that. let's take our she trip now with United because it's real cheap. Hey, our real class We'll be first class flight. The first class flight. And get triple points or some shit. Sure would. That's crazy. <gasps> Sorry, Tyra. Yeah. My, my, uh, what's love got to Sorry, do with Tyra. it? shambles. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't even know how we got on that topic. I don't, about airplanes. I don't even know. You said travel and it was down goes <laughs> crazy. I know it was. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all hilarious. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who next? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is canceled. <laughs> oh, they're going to turn us off, y'all. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better not turn. <laughs> Jenny, you ready now? Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so on this week's uh, beauty prescription, um, I want to talk about natural hair. Um, and when I say that, like, I think that there's been a question, there's been a question of, you know, well, you know, if I straighten my hair, am I still considered natural? Like, what is considered natural? Um, okay, so we can say, okay, the definition of being natural um, is someone's hair whose texture hasn't been altered by chemical straighteners, relaxers, or texturizers. Um, so can you straighten your hair and still be natural? So yes, you can. You can straighten your hair and still be natural. Once you wash your hair, it will return to its natural state. So some people um, constantly put hair, I mean, heat on the hair. <laughs> Um, and over time, it might become heat damage. And then at that point, um, your hair might suffer from heat damage. And when you do wash it, it might not return to the same texture as some of your <clears throat> other hair is. So I know that I, um, like when I would get sew-ins, um, I would fly earn like the part that was out. And so after doing that so much, my hair would get heat damage or it was heat damage. And every time I try to wear like, a, like my hair out, my hair would not curl the same and so it would look kind of awkward like the front would be kind of straight and then the back would be curly so i've been working on training my hair to get back to its natural state but i mean you can still straighten your hair and still be considered natural um another question that i feel like i see a lot or even i ask sometimes is can you color your hair and still be natural um <laughs> um yeah you can <clears throat> Your color hair um, is still natural as long as there is uh, no texture altering chemicals um, on your hair. 
uh, the question of real natural comes into play is when you consider that some women have experienced texture changes due to color. Um, and it says that, I mean, sometimes that is occasionally with the henna application. I've never mm. used that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless your hair is bleached or color several uh, levels away from your natural shade, you probably won't experience um, like your hair texture changing that much. Um, if you don't have like a relaxer or a texturizer on your hair, um, but you still color it, you should still uh, consider yourself being natural. Um, now it's not 100% do, um, like being, your hair being color isn't 100% uh, due to like your hair changing, but the texture is generally what many people uh, refer to as, uh, refer to as your natural hair, um, the texture changing. And then lastly, if you wear weave, would you still be considered natural? So yes. So I mean, I've mentioned that before. Um, I I've worn weave before, but the thing about it is, like, when I was wearing weave and I had some hair out, um, you know, I was getting that heat damage. So I would just say, if you're considering, like, if you want to go natural, um, but you still want to wear a weave, maybe consider getting like a closure or even maybe uh, wearing a wig to protect your hair from the heat. So yeah. Okay, I was just gonna say, because um, I know that you were talking about, you know, color, because I've experienced. Well, I've actually, I think I'm pretty much done all of the things that you were, what you were saying, but I was just going to get feedback because I feel like, you know, I've, ex- I've done the things that you ask questions about. So I color my hair and I know that a lot of people are, are nervous about coloring their hair because they feel like it's going to change the texture of their mm-hmm. hair um, and their mess up their curl pattern and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just really, uh, Jenny pretty much covered it. I mean, if you bleach your hair or use any kind of chemicals like that then that can definitely alter you know your hair and probably prevent it from curling back up but you just have to get the right person to do it like um i have um, a person that i go to all the time and she doesn't use bleach like she literally just lifts my hair color um and it's um i guess quote unquote healthier than what you would do if you like were to bleach it to get a certain color that you want um and so I encourage natural girls to get their hair colored. I think it looks beautiful when it's colored. Uh, but uh, I just don't want women to be, I don't want natural women <laughs> to be. And Jenny touches her hair. <laughs> I know. Like, bitch, my hair ain't pretty. But it is beautiful. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. But girls, if you added some color, it'd be popping. It'd be popping. But no, I mean, I just don't want, you know, natural uh, women to feel like they can't. And then they really think that, you know, that it'll mess up their hair color. I mean, their um, curl pattern. So I say do it if you're thinking about it. But like I said, just make sure you go to the right person because you do not want to be pissed off and your hair is messed up after you didn't got it colored. So just be be weary, you know, talk to your, you know, hair color specialist, your beauticians and things like that. I mean, just try to get to someone knowledgeable because I know that can be hard too. So if you wear a weave without a closure, you said that's bad. Well, I mean, I think it depends on heat you're putting on your hair like if you have weave out I mean you would still be considered natural like if you're not putting any type of chemicals in your hair but um, depending on how much heat you put on there it might or I mean could possibly change the texture of your hair because I know it's done it for mine and I've been working hard to kind of get my texture back the same yeah that's happened to me before too when I had leave out with the sew-in that I had I definitely messed up (laughs) my curl pattern 
with the little middle part right down here. I was pissed. But you know it is what it is. You got to just kind of cut it as it goes. I mean, it's it's rough to deal with when the rest of your hair is curly, but, you know, you just kind of got to let it grow out, unfortunately, when you have heat damage. Not really. I mean, I hear people say maybe do protein treatments or mm. try to do things like that, but, I mean, I guess it just depends on how your hair will respond. I mean, most people just have to grow it out and just trim it. So now I hear that relaxers, like the creamy crack, is coming back in style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because so people are is. like, you heard, you yeah, heard that? Yeah. Because oh. people are like, it's. I, I thought it was going to be easier to go natural. You know, like you can do the wash and go. No. Yeah, that shit ain't easy. It's hard. No, it's, a, it it's more time consuming than oh, straightening my hair and wrapping it. So, <laughs> y'all going to go back to the creamy crack? Hell no. Hell no. I'm not, I would say no. I was no, thin no, hair, no. shoddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. No, <laughs> I would say, I would. and I think it's because like when I was getting perms, like my hair would just look so flat and right. dead. Mm-hmm. And so once I completely like, you know, cut all my permed ends off, like if I ever were to get like a, uh, my hair stri- uh, straightened, it looked a lot more healthier and it had more volume to it. So I would say no. I mean, even though it's a lot of work. I mean, it's definitely a journey, but I mean, it's worth it, especially like if you stick to it, you'll actually see like all the hard work that you're doing, it's, it's gonna pay off. It's definitely a journey. You might not always get it right, but you just gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. A lot of trial <laughs> it's and trial error. error. Every time it's trial and error. Nah, creamy cracking, getting back on this head of mine, it's a wrap. <laughs> well, none of those products that y'all post work for my hair, so I'm gonna need y'all to know, okay. I'm kidding, what? but like you know, like the shade, the Target brand thing, yeah. all those things, the Cantu, none of that works. So I just, well, I just wear weaves. What works for you? Though? Well, what are you? Yeah, it's what? also not just about products. Right. Like, well, a, it's about products, and different products work on different hair types, mm-hmm. and like just overall different types of hair. I mean, not even just your hair type, but just how your hair literally acts and reacts, especially with if. It's like hot outside, humidity, like your hair will still react to all those things no matter what that product says about yeah, fight exactly. against humidity. <laughs> that don't mean shit. You gotta use like three or four products still, but it's also about your technique. Mm-hmm. Like different techniques work on different types of hair too. So it depends on the style that you're trying to do. And it also um, depends on like you have to really train your hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you can't expect to like do a style and do a style and it's your first time doing it, the first time you ever using products and it's gonna turn out exactly how you want it to. Like you have to train your hair to get used to that style, to get used to the products that you're using. Cause when I first transitioned, uh, baby, it was a struggle. <laughs> but I mean, after, you know, finding what products kind of work for me, and even now, I mean, I'm still, you know, trying new and different things to see what works best. I just say, if you ain't got the patience, don't even go natural. And I can't believe I did because I don't have patience and I didn't know how to do hair when I cut my damn hair off and did the big chop. By the way, my two, three year anniversary is coming up next month (laughs) with my hair, my natural hair. But yes, like I did not know how to do hair. I always needed to go to the beauty shop. I always needed somebody to do my hair. I'm always trying to call my friend or somebody by me to do my hair. But when I went natural, it taught me to do more with my hair and actually learn how to do it. So for me, it was a learning lesson and I'm glad that I did it for myself. Cause I still didn't, I'm 26, 
six years old, I would not have still been one trying to call, call my beautician every two weeks, trying to get my hair done or trying to get a friend to do it for me. So I haven't been to like actually like consistently going to the beauty shop since 2014. So I like that I don't have to go to the beauty shop every week. And if I just want to throw my hair up in a puff and wear it for a month, I'm going to effing do it and I don't care. <laughs> so for me personally, I like that. And I think it was a really good decision for myself. But y'all go head on with the creamy crack because it ain't, it ain't coming back over this way. Um, and one other thing that I want to mention is, I mean, I, I love doing my hair. And one thing that I noticed, like, I would go to different um, beauticians to get, like, different hairstyles. And they would say, oh, well, I specialize in natural hair. But mm. then I get in the chair and it's mm -hmm. like, no. It's like, what's that comb you, you about to use? Yeah. yeah. And what's it's like. That? So it's like you have to, you really have to be careful about who you yeah. let in your hair. Because no, some people, I mean, they say that they do, but I mean, if you know, if you know how to do your hair and you know that's that's not how you brush your hair right. from the, you know, roots to the ends, then no, some people just don't know how. What you doing? No, this one chick tried Ooh. to detangle my hair with a rat tail comb. Why would you do that? And I was just like, mm. is this really happening? This and luckily, I already did that beforehand and it was dry like it was dry already and it was blown out and i brushed it out but she was doing like another little run through with this little just trying to snatch all my little hair oh, and i was and i'm just like girl what is going on here i need all the hair for this style you about to do wait but for one last time jenny can you say iron I you know what i'm not about to do this I'm not about to do this. What's the next? What's the next? Thing? Come on, come on, Brittany. See, I wasn't like gonna say nothing. Hey, you can leave it alone. Am I not saying it right? Well, how you say it? What do you want me to say? Iron. <laughs> no. Say, say flat iron. Flat iron. She's, she's saying it right. Uh, she said it differently that time, y'all. How did I say it before? Flat iron. Arm. Some people say flat earn. Don't earn. They say earn. It's, it's okay. Flat earn. Flat earning. What the hell is that? Y'all got Jenny messed up. Come on, healthy sisters. <laughs> Don't start. Okay, y'all. Y'all ready for my segment? <laughs> All right. So, for healthy sisters today, I want to talk about. Um, Healthy choices when eating out. Now, y'all know everybody like eating out, going out to eat. It's my favorite hobby. What'd you say, Tyra? It's my favorite hobby. Oh, yes. I just love it. I love going out to eat. So, I just have some points that I want to share with my sister friends as far as some things to keep in mind when you do go out to eat um, and just, you know, being able to... You know, if you are working on your nutrition and trying to do better with your diet, um, there's there's just some things that you can still try to focus on with um, going to eat out and not having to eliminate it completely. So one of the things uh, that I wanted to mention was to, um, when you have sauces, like with, for example, like chicken tenders, um, or even dressing, mm -hmm. I mean not dressing, I'm sorry, for salads, put your sauce and dressings and have them served on the side. So like, I think it's more so really with salads. Like I know that some salads, usually they'll put the dressing on there or even toss it in a certain dressing, just serve it on the side, have it get served on the side because that way you can kind of gauge and see how much uh, dressing that you're putting on that 
on that food. So I think that that's definitely a good one to keep in mind. Um, another one would be uh, choose light salad dressings uh, or vinaigrettes usually. So not the heavy ranch, not the heavy French, none of those. So try to uh, try to go for the Italian dressings and the balsamic vinaigrettes and all of that. Maybe the oils, vinegar, vinegar and oils, those kinds of dressings. Also, go for foods that are baked, broiled, roasted, and grilled. Any preparation other than fried, basically. So um, I know, you know, the fried food is so, so good. But, you know, if you can, so it is. It's just, you know, fr fried. So you can't good, go wrong. You know so good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ugly. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so keep that in mind. Uh, with any kind of fish or chicken or anything like that, try to get them in those, prepared in those ways. Um, also, if you want to have soup, uh, selecting broth-based soups. So, I always, I mean, the main one I can really think of is chicken noodle. Um, what other kind of soups do you all eat that might be broth-based? Mm, I'm not, mm, mm, not no, a soup I, eater? Mm. I mean, I like, like, tomato biscuit. Oh, okay. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I think, I, think I feel like chicken noodle is the most common one. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are other ones. But, yeah, so a, a broth-based soup is preferred. Um, also, on um, for my cheese lovers out here, mm. go easy on the cheese. Mm. <laughs> so if you're, yeah, the cheese is just, that's where all the damn calories be. But cheese mm. is so good. It's so good. So I can good. eat cheese. It's so good. I can, <laughs> so good. I can literally eat cheese with every meal. Like, I love cheese, any kind of cheese. Like, I'm not real picky. Well, okay, except blue cheese. F damn blue cheese. What? Cheese that's good. one of the what? best ones. Girl, mm. I like all cheese. Girl. But me and Jenny eat uh, vegan cheese now. You know what? Get your vegan cheese asses on. <laughs> it's dairy free. You know what? It's better for you. Okay, whatever. Do the vegan cheese if y'all want to do that. Not Gross. Good. Not <laughs> <laughs> so yes, go easy on the cheese. Also, limit bread, chips, or whatever is in that basket while you await your meal. Mm -hmm. One thing that I always mm. try to keep in mind is if you're truly trying to do better with your diet when you're going out to eat, just tell them not to bring that damn basket to the table. With that just, butter. With, yeah, just tell them, hey, don't bring that over here. Because <laughs> if you leave it right there, it's going to be gone. And then when my food get here, I'm not going to eat. So then you get full on bread. And, yeah, we're just not going to have that. And so, then you still eat. Well, yeah. I still eat. We'll see. And then, see, that's the problem right there. See, <laughs> like me... I can't eat all that and then eat my food, but Aisha want to eat it all. <laughs> but see, she just <laughs> I mess around like I'm specifically thinking about uh, who is it that just brought me some bread? Oh no, see Red Lobster. I can eat a couple baskets of those biscuits. Oh, uh, oh yeah, we'll check this Row House. <laughs> Which one? Because all of them got good damn bread. No, I was thinking about Cheesecake Factory. Oh yeah, that brown the bread. Brown bread. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is that? It's crack. Corn has it too. Oh, it's no, crack. It's so but that bread. Oh. Yeah, it's the bomb. Leave the bread away, y'all. Just tell them don't bring it to the table. <laughs> uh, also, for dessert, if you really want to have a dessert, mm -mm. <laughs> skip that. <laughs> if you want to have a dessert, order fresh fruit or fruit sorbet. Skip don't it. Be, don't be acting. Okay, and then I just saying mm, fruit sorbet is but bomb. I know. That see, fruit good. is if you really want that sweetness, just get some fruit. Like. 
Yes, I think that that can help with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next one is to uh, basically, I, I actually hate this one myself, but hold the French fries and get yeah. a substitute side salad or something. Yeah, but I love French fries. <laughs> That's like my favorite. I yeah, I can I eat had anybody's some French fries, fries today. Why would you say that? For the first time in like years, you gonna get sick. <laughs> she's over here talking about all the unhealthy food. I I she's talking about, she's talking about some vegan cheese, and you oh, over here. Crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used so, to So, yes, like. hold the french fries. I know. I know most of y'all. My, my, my potato lovers ain't trying to hear that, and I feel you on that. Uh, and then the last one I that I actually like <laughs> is actually because you know when you go out to eat, the portions that they give you are super big, and they're really not – they're not really proportioned for one person. So split the meal in half and save the rest for lunch the next day. Mm-hmm. Or if you go to lunch, save it for dinner, however you want to do that. That's something that I really, like, I usually, I do that now because my stomach didn't just shrunk on me and I can't eat like that. Oh. So, which is a good thing. Hey, y'all. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so if you do get, like, a meal, because, you know, they like to, that's why we obese and fat now, because they want to give us these big old <laughs> portions of food when we go out to eat and knowing good and damn well that that is not what we need to be eating in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So split that in half and take, or even share it if you really want to. You can even share it with someone if you're on a, a you know, a dinner date with a friend or with a hubby. You know, split the meal in half. And if they say something to you, tell them, who going to check me? I'm not ordering a fucking meal we sharing. So, <laughs> you know how people be. Like, oh, you ain't ordering nothing? No, nah, I'm going to eat off there. What yeah, you going to do? Yeah, they be having that on their menu, like, no sharing. <laughs> right. got time for that. Like, the all-you-can-eat yeah, pizza like those and kind, shit. Yeah. And they be like, no sharing. I mean, all-you-can-eat, whatever. But, yeah. I mean, I've seen it at, like, hibachi places. It's like, hibachi's mm. my favorite. But, yeah, I'll see it on, like, the menu. They'll be like, no sharing. You need to get your own. I tell me you don't tell me oh. and they give you a lot of food at that that's why i'm like what are you telling but oh. Oh. but yeah oh. i did i kind of got hype my bad little hype but yeah no that's all i had today guys so i die you know i think you can still go out to eat but you know those are just some little helpful tips you know to think about when you do go out to eat you know you can still enjoy a you know an out to eat meal and just kind of be you know a little more choicey about it and be smart things that I do just because I mean I can't eat a lot of stuff now since like I'm trying to go vegan mm-hmm. um like if I like if I'm gonna eat out like I'll look up the place to see exactly if they will one have something for me to eat and like what I can eat and even if I wasn't like you know trying to go vegan I think it would be helpful if you know if you did it beforehand so you know I'm going here this is what I'm eating I'm not gonna choose this and that right. you you know can choose exactly <laughs> What what you you? Cause she do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I hate y'all so bad. But yes, no, Jenny, I agree with you. I think that's also smart. (laughs) I think that's smart to do too because. I feel like when you go to a restaurant, especially somewhere you've never been, um, and actually looking up their menu just to make sure that they have something that you are going to eat. And then if you make that decision before you go, it's like, okay, you don't need, don't bring me no damn menu. This is what I'm getting. Cause don't try to sell me nothing else. So yeah, I think that's a good idea too, Jenny. Y'all ugly. Ooh, I'm ready to woo some shit. Real <laughs> life. What's going on? Y'all today? been stressful today. <laughs> Oh, Have y'all turned us off yet? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
probably turned us off. He hate hearing me laugh on here. Um, so, well, thank you very much for, for that, Brittany. You know, so. You're welcome. They got to go out to eat <laughs> and whatnot. Be sure to think of those tips. So, let's go ahead and move into this Wusa segment because we need it. It's mm. about that time. Mm-hmm. So, let's go ahead and center our Power minds. I got you. Center our minds for, you know, all the wonderful things I usually say. And let's move right into it. So, this is be this could be something uh great that you could start doing today or tomorrow depending on when you're listening to this episode so I know a few episodes ago I talked about uh, having a nighttime routine but it's also important to have a morning routine as well uh, which is kind of rough you know you wake up in the morning you're trying to hurry up and get to work if you like me you already running mm. late so there's really no time to have a routine but if you get your nighttime routine down packed then your morning routine can be down packed too so uh definitely wake up early don't wake up in just enough time to get ready and get out the door you know I'm, I'm real notorious for that so wake up a little bit early whether it's 30 minutes or an hour mm. um you know do your uh <laughs> do your beauty regimen for the morning you know wash your face do your cleansers all that wonderful stuff um First thing in the morning, first thing you should consume is a drink of hot water with lemon because it actually gets your metabolism going. Um, it speeds it up and, and helps your digestive in the morning. So just drinking a hot cup of water with lemon is good to start off your day before your coffee and everything. Nurse Tyra said no. When you say hot, oh, this is nothing nursing related. That oh, sounds she, nasty. <laughs> she's, no. she's just not trying to do when it. When you no. say hot, you mean just like warm, warm water, like I, a cup of tea. Gag. Like I can't, like a cup of tea, but instead of tea, hot water with lemon, like lemon water, but mm-hmm. warm. No, I can't do warm water. I mean, it tastes. It, I mean, it almost tastes like tea. No, yeah, drinking like lemon tea. Yeah, count me out. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily like drink hot water and lemon in the morning but i would just like use lemon throughout the day on my water and mm-hmm. i lost five pounds without even working out oh well excuse oh, us man. but not recently no like, <laughs> like but it works y'all try it yeah so if you if you implement this into it too it'll really speed up not to mention if you throw in some apple cider vinegar in that thing uh, that's gross i know it really is but um that what I actually did before I forgot what it's called, but it's like green tea, apple cider vinegar, honey, lemon, and a little bit of ginger. You drink that hot first thing in the morning, does the same thing. You're gonna be burning up for like an hour. Uh, cause I think cayenne pepper goes in there too, but yeah. But for, for the purposes of today, just hot water with lemon. Uh, moving on, uh, meditate. So a uh, few episodes ago, I gave you some resources on meditation and different types of meditations you could do, even if it's for five minutes. Uh, just spend some time with yourself before you get your day started. You can also do affirmations in the morning, things that you want to affirm for yourself for that day, for the week, etc. Visualize. 
visualize yourself having a good day, um, especially if you're going into a negative atmosphere or if you know you're going to have like some stress that might be popping off at work. Visual, mm. <laughs> visualize it going in the opposite direction um, and, and you having positive responses because that can that can help you in that situation. Um, you could also do a five minute journal entry. Uh, if you're one of those morning workout people, <clears throat> I tried to be one of those. I wasn't designed for that. But if you want to get up, like I said, get up an hour early, get you a little 30-minute cardio in, then you're all good to go. Uh, have breakfast, even if it's a banana, a yogurt, um, some nuts, something. Um, if you're into meal prepping, hopefully you've already meal prepped your breakfast. <laughs> Um. So, <laughs> what? Bria said, "What kind of nuts?" <laughs> oh my gosh! Ooh, that's a good. I wasn't talking day. about. The- <laughs> well, if you do that, then that could be your breakfast and your exercise Cardio. all in one. <laughs> oh, y'all nasty! Y'all nasty! <laughs> See. Oh my gosh. Of course, you know everyone gonna think I'm nasty. I was really joking. Oh, she was serious. So you gotta <laughs> make sure you prepare yourself to to have your water throughout the day. Like I think Jenny or Brittany said a few episodes ago, have your water with you. Have your water bottles packed, whether they're disposable or you know whatever reusable. Have your water. Of course, shower. <laughs> Get. Oh, <thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> shower get dressed um and if you wear makeup do your makeup for the day and and there's your routine so it's definitely a way to start your day it sounds like more like a two-hour for the morning and you're like, gonna have us running with like all that stuff in the drink like getting but up you, in the morning but you can pick and choose i mean it doesn't have to be all of those things like maybe i just do the hot water a meditation um I'm the type of person I might do a little journal entry and then I get ready for work. So it just depends. It could be three things. It could be two things, but just do something besides wake up, get ready to go to work, go to work. That's the moral of the story. So hopefully you all can implement some of those ideas into your morning routines. Um, Do any of you have routines already? It doesn't seem like it. Wake up, get ready for work, <laughs> go to work. Well, I got a kid, well, a dog kid. So you got to take her on a walk, feed her. But I shower at nighttime because I, I do too. I need 30 minutes to get ready and I'm out. No, for real, because I have to be at work at 7 a.m. So, and I don't like waking up. Like, I just yeah. don't. But, you know, I play a little Joyce Meyer in the car because she gets my mind right. Because I don't know what I'm walking into when I get there. And I have a little protein shake on my way to work with a banana. So, you know. But that's about as far as it goes. Anyone else check social media? That's my journaling. Social media? <laughs> social media. You and social media and your journaling. Uh yeah, I mean, I get on Instagram. I don't look at Snap. I don't, I don't look. I go Instagram. days without looking at Snap. But I might check out Instagram and Facebook because that's where I get the most notifications. But but we're talking about healthy routines. <laughs> Anywho, uh, if you have any morning routines that you already do or have any ideas for us to add to that list, definitely uh, hit us up on Twitter.
Uh, now, we do have a Dear Sister Friends letter, right, Brittany? <laughs> yes, we do have a Dear Sister Friend letter. So, I want to start the letter off, guys. Okay, so it says, Dear Sister Friends, what are your opinions on code switching? Those are in quotes. I've seen this as a trending topic lately, and I find it interesting. If you aren't familiar with code switching, the term is traditionally used to describe when someone switches from speaking in one language to another, for example, switching from English to Spanish when speaking. However, more recently, I've seen it discussed in the black community as a voice that you might use when you're with your friends or family versus a voice that you use in a professional setting. For example, if you've seen the show Insecure or listened to the podcast Insecurity, an example of this is shown in a scene between the character Rashida and the character Molly. Rashida is a summer associate in a law firm where Molly works. Both are black women. Rashida is loud and vivacious and, or excuse me, loud and vivacious at work, speaking in her at-home voice, which is also in quotes, and Molly tries to warn her to switch it up, also in quotes which implies that she wants her to talk in her work, in quotes, voice. Rashida tells Molly that she doesn't need to switch it up. What are your opinions about this? Should there be a such thing as code switching, or should you be able to speak in the same way in all settings? Personally, I think that code switching can be problematic if it eliminates your ability to be yourself in your workplace, whether that be at home or in the office. I feel like this is interesting because we kind of talked about this last week. Yeah. So I like that this came up because it seemed like it's a, something that's, you know, like she said, it's something that's happening a lot. I mean, you sometimes think? you have to look at it as less of code switching and there's a time and place for everything. Like, I agree. you know, and professionalism is actually a thing mm-hmm. like and it's important. So how I dress at my job is not how I'm going to dress you know, when I'm out with my friends. What I may talk about at work is not what I'm going to talk about with my friends. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, selling myself out or anything like that. I think the tone of my voice is pretty much the same throughout. But, you know, like I previously said, there's just certain things I'm not going to talk about at work. Because like we said, there's a time and a place for everything, you know. So I think, um, you know, if you're really hindering who you are, then that can be problematic. But I don't want anybody to feel like they are selling themselves out, especially, you know, as people with co- of color. If you feel like, you know, there are parts of your personality that you're not going to bring out at your workplace or at school or at a meeting or whatever the case is. I agree. Um, there's definitely a time and place. Um but I, I definitely switch it up, especially like I just started a job recently. <laughs> um, but no, they're actually really great. But to our point of what we were talking about last week, I'm the only black person on the team again. They're all very nice. So I say a lot of, oh, my God, really? I do a lot of that. Oh, okay, see now. See now. Why are you doing that? In, in response to certain things, it depends on what I'm, who I'm talking to. If I don't do that. I don't do that. Only because I it's not that I'm trying to talk like them. I'm trying to match their energy. Like, if I if they're really excited about something, I'll be like, oh, that's cool. They're going to be like, that 
it just blew me off but if i respond in their same energy or their same tone they can see that i'm actually interested in what the hell that they're talking about (laughs) in the same way that i would hope that they would do that for me like if i'm talking about something like i was talking about y'all at work today they were like oh that's so cool and exciting Mm -mm. i was like yeah thanks Mm, um so so i don't but you can match the energy and not have to use exactly oh my god because i never thought i see how you should do it i'm always like shut up like i say shut up all the time but in like a shut up and that's cool that's the same thing no i don't do that in my job and i'm i don't do that that. that. but see that's but see what y'all don't realize is i have multiple me's clearly (laughs) me multiple persons I mean, we talked about this last week already. Although I was from Gary, I didn't necessarily act like specific Gary folks that certain people might run into. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk like them. I didn't necessarily dress like them. I didn't have the same interests as them. So I've always been a tad bit different. So it's not that I just suppress that side of me when I'm around y'all. So technically, I code switch with y'all too. If we want to be technical. I, I forgot the question. The I don't. So I just. <laughs> look, so yeah, I, I agree with Tyra. That I don't think it's code switching necessarily. It's just you know the time and the place and the and I don't think it's a color thing either all the time. Yeah. Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of my coworkers who were like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that girl's skirt is short over there, and it'd be the whitest of white women. Her skirt's still short. So you just you just know what you can wear and how to how to talk at work and like you said, be professional. And I mean, like you said, with color, I've hung out with my coworkers outside of work and they are way, you know, of course, more laid back and they're right. white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about that may be considered inappropriate in the workplace that we would if we're hanging out. So, you know, it goes back to, like we said, there's a time and a place and professionalism and it's not necessarily directed towards color all the time. Mm-hmm. I just, and I also mainly do that when I'm first around, like my first week. I'm not going to fully let you know all of my mannerisms just yet um, because I don't need you to know me like that yet. So <laughs> so for the most you. part, I do that for like the while I'm still a little new. And then after a while, you really you really get into who I am. But that it's not like I'm not acting like myself. I'm just not letting you fully into myself. Yeah. And I'm glad yeah. you said that because privacy is a thing, too. It is. Yeah. You know, so it you're is. really going to lock it down oh, at yeah. work because you don't want people to know your business yeah because yep. then they get too comfortable mm. right asking a whole bunch of questions oh do not or get me started if you're talking a certain way then they think that they could say something oh and gosh. act like that too so i really try to be mindful of that because i don't want them because yeah. i my my greatest fear is getting too comfortable and nigga slips out like hey, that and telling the story and it, ha- it happened hey, to me before to and me. i was like see i got too comfortable, I got too comfortable. because i, I don't want them to, to slip up and think that that's okay because they're telling the story like mm-hmm. no 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 <laughs> so yeah see i think like for me there's like certain people that i know i can i guess switch up with and kind of be myself and then there are some people who I know, okay, well, I know I'm, I can't be that way with them because I don't know how they will accept it. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, you know, my real self and my full self, 
you know, I don't have a filter when it comes to anything. So a lot of people can't accept that, and I don't want to, like, offend anybody. So a lot right. of times, you know, I'm very reserved because I don't know how somebody else would react or respond to something that, you know, I guess my at-home self would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aisha, you hit a nerve. <laughs> Why? No, just I just I felt when you said that you don't want people to get too comfortable right at first because I felt like I made that mistake at my job <laughs> with this particular person and it's just like I was just trying to be nice and then it just and it's hard to break away from oh, that no and it's just like mm, I need to go back to just bed with my stale bitch face so everybody think I'm mean oh you tried to open up you was just talking about all closed off at work and now they too comfortable just scale it back mm. i had somebody do that to me and i i had i was like okay i'm not gonna have lunch with them this week and then we go we go try again Whoa, next week. now i just don't talk to her as much but she called <laughs> she's freaking comments on everything on my facebook status oh. like every facebook status i feel like she comments and i'm like just hide them from her. You know how to do that? No, please teach I'll me. I'll teach you. Teach you. Mm. Thanks. So what <laughs> does, but what does she say? Like offensive stuff? Like, no, just, it's just that she's comfortable just, I just that like she can comment. Yeah, she just, just come. I'm like, why? It's not. Just stop it. <laughs> just irritate me. You should never friend nobody from work unless they're literally your no, friend. No, no. I'm, okay, you know, you're right. That was my mistake because usually I don't do that. And it was just... Mm. A particular situation because we were both pregnant at the same time mm. at my job and I was getting information but it's just kind of how it went that otherwise I normally don't do that but yes but back to the code switching yes but yeah no I agree with everything you all said pretty much I mean I don't feel as though that it's I don't feel like it's a color thing I mean I do like I feel like there's a, a time to be professional and there's a time to um, I mean, there, and there's a time for you to be, you know, your actual self. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, there, I mean, you should have a professional self versus, you know, what you do with, like, with I'm with my, I'm with my, my girls today. I'm with my sisters today. Like, I'm not gonna act like this at work, or you know, talk about certain things that we talk about at work. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that's a problem or an issue, um, so to speak, I guess. Honestly, I feel like more people in our community need to learn how to do that. Thank you. A little bit. I do too. Because that's just like your boss asked you to do something, or I need you to get this to me right now. I ain't doing it. Although it's not, it may not always come in the right tone, which is not correct. Yes. I'm, I'm, who you think who you're talking, talking to? to? I ain't got time for that today. You fired, bye. Like, and like, then you wonder why you fired, okay, or you on, like, you oh, gotta, I need this stupid job. Like, yeah. no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. And that definitely ain't no race thing. That's any damn body. <laughs> People just don't like to get told what to do. I don't understand it. That when you at a job, you got somebody hiring you in most most you know in most places unless you're the manager or su- supervisor so yes you have to take orders from people and like Aisha said it might not be in the perfect tone sometimes but some things we got to deal with and just be professional about it like if it's and if it's a continuous issue obviously talk you to them about to it how to check them right just learn how to talk to them you know set up you know go to the side or whatever but yeah yeah, well, we hope that we answered your question. Yeah. Um, if you want to chime in on this topic, especially if you've seen Insecure, because that was a really good episode, uh, definitely uh, comment us on Twitter uh, by adding us at shenanigans underscore pod or just use hashtag shenanigans pod. Cool.
Okay, so now she announcements. Or did you want to say something else, Brittany? No, I was just going to say, make sure y'all send y'all sister friend letters. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's just, what you wanted to say. <laughs> just send y'all sister friend letters to sister. <laughs> Sorry. Dear, no, it's fine. Dear sister friend at the strength of she.com. Please send those letters in, ladies. And as I said, uh, well, as I said last week, it doesn't have to be about relationships. This was actually a good one this week. Thank you again, sister friend, for sending that in. It could be about anything. It could be, it could be empowering. Um, it doesn't have to be a question. But, yes, please send them in. You can also DM us on Twitter because I do oh, actually yeah. read those <laughs> read those messages yes. when they're, you know, real. Um, so, yeah. And we'll just share them on the show. So now she announcements, uh, pretty much the same announcement as last week, because we really want to see our sister friends on Saturday, May 6th at our sister friend sip. It is a quarterly meetup uh, that we will have with sister friends in Indianapolis and the Indianapolis area. Uh, So this theme for this one is empower. So we'll talk about things that empower us, how we could be empowered more and things that um, negatively impact our power too and and what we can do about that. So you definitely wanna come. We will have food and drinks uh, and tickets are only $20. uh, And they do go off sale like that week of the event. So definitely get your tickets now and they can be found at thestrengthofshe.com backslash events or just on Eventbrite or on our Facebook page. So a lot of different options there. So feel free to invite some other sister friends to come as well. And we do have limited tickets available. So we hope to see you there. Any other she announcements? I haven't missed anyone's birthday or anything. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Jenny is going to close us out with a she-spiration. Okay, so for this week's uh, she-spiration, I kind of want to keep it um, short and simple. And so it's a quote that I want to leave you all with. And the quote says, plant your garden and decorate your soul, your own soul, instead of waiting for someone to bring you flowers. So I'm just going to leave that with you all. really snaps they did silent snaps and silent mic drops okay anyways we hope to see you again next week same day same times uh and as always thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week